0: It is indeed, and uh, we get the latest coming out of that particular strike in our shop stewards' corner tonight from the Deputy Secretary of uh, SATAU, South African Transport and Allied Workers Union. Anile Kit is my guest. Uh, uh, Deputy Nopala, good evening, welcome.
1: Good
0: evening to you and your listeners, Thomas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, <laughs> <laughs> I What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> <laughs> eh? <laughs> 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 I
1: hope
0: you're well, my brother, and thank you so much uh, for taking time out to speak to us. Um look, I think There is a lot here, and I'm quite interested uh, for you to just paint a picture for us of the genesis of your negotiations with the employer. Uh, We know a strike is not the first resort, uh, and you arrive at a strike once, you are unable to find one another with the employer. Uh, Maybe just paint, uh, map this out for us, for us to get to where we are now. And uh, I already read something from the Bargaining Council at Transnet, one of the... um, uh, colleagues who work there saying it's certainly said to be a long night tonight with the assistance of the CCMA.
1: Indeed, my brother, uh, it's a long journey, and uh, there's no sign that it will end anytime soon. Uh, look, um, from the beginning, uh, workers uh, gave us their demands. Uh, they demanded uh, 15% increment. Uh, they also requested trans- uh, Transnet to consider. Increasing the housing subsidy that they are given, uh, and also consider the issue of a medical aid, uh, introducing a medical aid scheme. At this point in time, Transnet is at uh, 3% offer, which is way below what the workers are demanding, and unions at this point in time are uh, at 13%. So that's the background in terms of uh, the negotiations. But um, the problem is that there's no willingness from the side of the employer in trying to resolve this matter. Hence, um, uh, you know, in terms of the uh, Transnet bargaining council, you can uh, you can negotiate it for so many times, and mm-hmm. then once you reach deadlock, you, you need to get um, a certificate of non-resolution. We followed all the processes in making sure that uh, we give notice uh, seven days prior uh, to the employer and we also served that notice to the bargaining council and i, I must indicate that uh, that seven days uh, it was a KTS on our side because it's supposed to be uh, three working days mm. uh to be quite honest but it was a case because we thought that at that time the employer will reconsider uh, the position that they are having but unfortunately they didn't consider that they ran to court which uh, we won the matter, and today we started our strike,
0: actually. Mm-hmm. What is the employer saying? Because, I mean, I would think they would plead some uh, poverty on <laughs> your end. What are some of the things that they are suggesting to yourselves might make it difficult for them to meet your your demand?
1: To be quite honest, recall mm-hmm. uh, they were opposed to the relocation of certain uh, OTs to other areas, which we knew that they would have a uh, huge financial Implications to Transnet, but um, nevertheless, because those things were done for the comfort of executives, now uh, they come back and use that as a scapegoat of from paying workers. You will understand. You and I will understand that workers of Transnet for 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 the whole two years of COVID,
0: Mm. they were at
1: work. uh, They were at work twenty four seven. So they are their demands are legit as far as we are concerned. So so
0: in that two years, since twenty nineteen. There was no negotiation where you increased your pay as uh, workers at Transnet. Was there a wage freeze?
1: No, we we when we negotiate, for instance, uh, we agree. On an agreement that would be impl- implemented for a certain period, yes. so at the time of COVID already we were we were having an agreement, which was which was a place, So there's no issue around that, mm. but at this point in time, uh, that, that agreement has lapsed, and therefore we had to enter into negotiations for uh, you know for the period um, under review.
0: Yeah, maybe just give us a sense because transit is a big operation. Uh, there is the ports, there is the rail. Um, and there's the pipelines. Um, give us some, just a sense of the scale of these operations that are now brought to a halt. Uh,
1: no, look, um, the, the majority of, of the employees that, uh, that are on strike are based in, 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 in what we call TFR. Of course, uh, the strike is across the whole Transnet but they, you will you will you will know that a, a larger number of workers operate at TFR. Mm. When it comes to uh, Transnet Port Authorities and, and pipelines, there are few workers there, and who are in already on, on higher levels, uh, you know, in terms of their income groups. But the larger number is those ones um, at TFR and few few uh, on other operating uh, divisions.
0: Yeah, yeah. and TFR is Transnet Freight Rail. I assume. Yeah, trans
1: factory.
0: Okay, all right. And I guess this is why a lot of the concerns have come through from the fruit exporters, from some of the importers, and even our bag and go-go, and so on. Um, just y- your sense of the intervention here by the CCMA, I mean, in your view, um, will that lead to a sort of a closer and more amica- amicable resolution? Um, or I guess do you feel the employer at this stage is just unwilling to listen?
1: We are always positive, as, as unions, that when there's an intervention from the CCMA, mm. uh, uh, possibly there will be amicus picketing rules. As you will recall, that sure, right. sure. yeah, at some point Transnet believed that um, uh, the strike is illegal and so forth, which we tried to clarify that issue, that the strike is legal. But parties agree that we are on a legal strike. Uh, we have to discuss the uh, um, the rules and agree on them because they are they are rights that are enshrined in the Labour Relations Act. Uh, we are adamant that at some point Transnet will feel the pressure and, and come up with a meaningful um, pro- uh, uh, you know offer on the table. Mm,
0: mm. Yeah, I mean it does seem quite far from uh, the inflation rate. So you have said you're willing to accept ten percent. Um, I mean, I know you might flag that, but um, are you using, I guess, the inflation measure around 7.5%, 8% as a place where you think the employer might potentially want to go to?
1: At this point in time, uh, I must be honest with you. We are a worker-controlled union. Sure. Um, we have no mandate to accept anything lesser than what we currently uh, uh, placed as a as a, um, as a proposal to the employer. Once the employer moves meaningfully, we will take that back to our members for them to give us a fresh mandate. At this point in time, we're at 13%, up until our members tell us something different.
0: There's always the issue of uh, scab labor. And uh, I say this now because I heard something as I you know, came in earlier today, that the Western Cape was saying they're willing to take in, look into business continuity or contingency measures which might include the introduction in the instances where there's a need for labor to continue operations for the introduction of scab labor. What what is your view on that? Um, And also, I guess, the perspective that the employer had been sharing that what you are undertaking is actually an illegal action. That's
1: a a sign of arrogance. (laughs) You know, if, if your workers are withdrawing their labor on the basis that you fail to put um, a meaningful offer to them and you also talk up on the other hand you talk about scape labor. It to us it's a sign of arrogance. But on the other hand it proves it proves that um uh, transnet does afford but they are not willing to give what what is what is important for workers, workers who sacrificed during difficult times of COVID.
0: So 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 in your view, um if the strike continues but there's a business continuity measures in place um surely it might stunt the effectiveness of your action
1: we are in the strike action, as workers will do everything possible to make it a point that the employer feels uh, uh, the pressure uh, and yield to our demand
0: okay and then maybe just, uh, you know, the other element that I want us to, to just explore, uh, you are in the strike alongside some of your counterparts in Undo. Um, and yes, we've spoken about the level of wages, but uh, there might be other demands as well that uh, you might want to communicate to the public as well. In addition to what you're demanding on the wage, you know, uh, increment as well, what are some of the other elements in your conditions of work that you are demanding as you bargain? No,
1: look, um my brother the the majority of the employees that we are representing as a DAO, uh, in transmit they fall under what we call the bargaining unit sure. meaning that they are the lowest earners. and mm. uh, now here is the problem these workers they they can't qualify for RDP houses mm. that are rolled out by 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 our government but at the same time, they don't qualify to take bonds hmm. uh, with the banks because of the, of the low salary that they are earning. Sure. Now, uh, now we are, we are raising this uh, to translate as a so-called caring employer, that here is a bunch, thousands and thousands of your employees who can not own different houses. Because of the salaries that you are paying them, because of the allowance that you are giving uh, to them in relation to that, can you consider making sure that uh, uh, these workers um, they get a, hu- a housing subsidy that I- that that can allow them to get uh, uh, approvals from the banks to take loans, so that they can buy decent houses for their families that's one part The second part is that you have you have employees thousands and thousands of employees of Transnet uh, who are coming to, uh, to, uh, uh, to our doors to say, look, at the end of the, on the 27th, I take home close to 3,000 rent because I am pay- I have a family of six and I am paying 7,000 rent for medical aid. Clearly, I, can, uh, clearly I cannot afford uh, to sustain myself for the next coming month. Is there a possibility that we can get this, uh, these services at a, at a cheaper amount? Mm. And then we talked about the issue of the, the introduction of what we call a medical uh, 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 scheme. Mm. Those are the things that we're putting on the table because uh, when it comes to a medical scheme, employees can pay a, a piece not more than 2,000 rand for the family of about 10 members. So those are the things that are at play, and Transnet is refusing to engage on on such issues.
0: And when you make the case that, you know, favorable commodity price environment, uh, they at some stage were declaring, I know it had to do with their property portfolio, but they were declaring that they were in the green, now in the black, they've become profitable, they've turned the corner, things are looking good. Um, What then becomes the response of the employer?
1: Uh, Can you repeat the question? No, 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 I'm I'm just asking because
0: Transnet came, you know, a few weeks ago, or must have been a few months ago, saying that uh, they are in positive territory. They turned a profit uh, on the back of much better than expected volumes. Um, You know, commodity prices are looking good. Things are on the turnaround from what they often say is the nine wasted years and the state capture and the challenges that came with Mm -hmm. that. Things Mm -hmm. are looking good. Uh, But, I mean if they're pleading poverty on the one hand and also saying the other, I mean, what... No, no look, uh, um, we,
1: we, we kicked out uh, the issue of Transnet not being in a, in a good financial position. Mm. Uh, we know uh, the workers that we're representing are on the ground. They are the ones who are pushing targets within Transnet. Sure. So we know sure. that Transnet is viable, Transnet can afford... The, uh, the increase that these workers um, are putting on board, because they, they, they are not afraid to give each other's executive a uh, huge amount of increases. Mm-hmm. That just one executive, you, can, you, you find out that his inc- increment, it can pay about mm-hmm. 150 um, uh, of employees. So we are not budging in on, on that excuse. We know that is just an excuse that is used in order for, for the employer not to be able to give workers Decent send salaries and thank them for the commitment that they've been having uh, uh, to translate, they've made to translate during these difficult times. Mm,
0: mm. And uh, in your agreement, would you be willing to take, I mean, or take back to the workers, because I need to correctly frame this, would you be willing to take back a mandate that says, well, we might be able to give you, in effect, what you're looking for, but it might be over a longer period? Were you willing to sign something more than three years you know, even longer than that? Uh, is that a mandate that you as a leadership would be willing to take back to your members?
1: No, we are, we are pure servants of the workers. Um, they have given us a mandate that go and negotiate a salary increment. You start with, the, with one year, um, but you can consider a two-year agreement. Uh, and if, if the employer comes back and talks about uh, longer years, then we'll have to take that back to the workers. We can't commit on that as, as the negotiating team, but we sure. need to take it back to our members so that they can mandate us on that. Anything other than the mandate uh, that comes from workers, we cannot, we cannot go back and sell it as if we have an agreement in, in, in that regard.
0: Thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate it.